You know that feeling that you have after Thanksgiving where your stomach is sticking out way beyond the buckle of your pants and you're feeling the tightness and the bloating and you look about six months pregnant and you can't wait until you can unbutton those jeans and just let your stomach go? Yeah. Well, imagine that feeling all the time. Imagine that feeling all the time after you eat. Not only imagine the feeling of it, but imagine looking like that every time you eat. That's me. And this is my story. And my story today is in hopes that maybe somebody out there can relate. Maybe someone out there is struggling and you don't know even where to start. And that is, that is exactly where I was at. And today I am coming out and sharing my story of my health quest to figure out why the heck after eating asparagus, my stomach would stick out and look like I was six months pregnant. True story. I have what is called SIBO, which is small intestine bacteria overgrowth. But let me tell you my quest to figure out what it is and what it was that was causing this symptom, how I finally got the right the right diagnosis and began the treatment plan over a year ago. And today, today I am here to tell you that I am fingers crossed, knees on the floor, hands lifted high, praying that the last test that I took this morning will come out that I am SIBO free. But let me tell you how I got here. Let me tell you how just maybe, just maybe, you're struggling with certain symptoms as well, and you're going misdiagnosed for years like me. In my 20s, I'm just going to go way back into my 20s. We're going to do a little time lapse here and back into my 20s. I was obsessed. I was obsessed with being thin. Maybe you can relate to even that. I was obsessed with being thin. I just wanted to be in a size zero. And I ran all the time. I would run basically half marathons every other day. I would work out for two to three, four hours a day. I was so thin. I had such little, little body fat on my 100 pound 5'6 frame that I did not have a menstrual cycle in my 20s for six years. And I thought it was awesome. In my 20s, I thought, this is great. You know, I don't have any problems. I, you know, I can, I can, you know, have to worry about all that the tampons and the pads. I know I'm getting overshare here, but we're all mostly girls on this, sh- on this episode anyways, right? <laughs> and I was like, I don't have to worry about it. It's awesome. And I didn't realize that actually having a menstrual cycle is something that is actually extremely important, not only for us as a woman and our hormones and all those different things, but for our gut, for our overall health. So in my 20s, as I ran and as I worked out excessively and I didn't have a menstrual cycle, also what I was doing, and I was I was eating, but I was excessively eating tons of vegetables. In fact, people would call me the garbage disposal because I would have these salads that were so loaded with spinach 
It was basically half of a spinach bag and I would devour it. I ate so many vegetables in such large quantities so it would fill me up because I thought vegetables, hey, you can eat as many as you want. It's like calorie free. So I would have bags of broccoli and I would have bags of spinach and I would eat all these vegetables all the time thinking I was, you know, doing the right thing. I was being healthy. I would eat very little fat and I would eat very lean meat. And I did this for years. Well, I started to have issues. I started to have bloating issues. After I would eat my spinach salad or a broccoli salad, I would have, I mean, severe, severe gas um, to the point where I would even have to unbuckle my jeans and kind of release the gas. And I just thought, oh, it's, you know, it's vegetables. Vegetables are just causing me gas. Not realizing that my body's trying to tell me something. And so I want to pause here real quick on my story. When you have gas, your body's trying to tell you something. And what it's trying to tell you is that it doesn't like what you just did. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that belching and farting and bloating was, was not part of the whole eating experience. <laughs> I, and it sounds crazy as I say it out loud, but maybe you're like that. You're like, maybe you eat a bean taco and you, you get, and beans make you have gas. And you're like, well, it's just beans that make you have gas. No, it's, it's actually the fact that your body isn't digesting it. And it's trying to tell you that it's not good for you. It doesn't like beans. So I just went on for years just being like, well, I guess that's what it is. And then I would wake up the next morning and I would have a flat stomach and I'd be fine. I would go about my day and I would eat more vegetables. And as I ate more vegetables, the bloating continued. So I started, I went to the doctor in my twenties and I said, Hey, you know, something's going on. Every time I, every time I eat vegetables, every time I eat, you know, a salad or broccoli or whatever, I'm, I'm looking like I'm six months pregnant. I'm, I'm a hundred pounds soaking wet. The doctor basically looked at me and thought I was crazy and said, you might have IBS. Maybe you just need to drink more water. I'm like, I drink about a gallon of water a day. She's like, well, maybe you drink too much water. I'm like, okay, this isn't helpful. So I went about my life. I, long story short, I ended up um, going for a run. I hurt my Achilles tendon um, pretty bad. I went to the doctors um, and this doctor had to do uh, an x-ray. And as she did an x-ray of my bones, um, she said something that very much scared me. She said, your bones are as fragile as an 80-year-old woman. I'm 24 years old at this time. I'm like, what? She's like, you don't feed your body enough nutrients. You're not. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm healthy. And I began to share with her what I eat on a regular basis. And she's like, one, you're not getting enough calories. Two, you're 24 years old. You're supposed to have a menstrual cycle. And number, two, and number three, like, you're supposed to have more body fat, not just on your body, but in your insides. She said these words to me. She said, honey, if you don't take care of yourself and put on more fat on your body and in your insides, you will never be able to carry a child past 12 weeks. And that scared me because at the time we didn't want kids, but we eventually wanted to have children. And that was the biggest wake up call that I needed to get my health in alignment. And so I started to put on weight. And this was, I, I will be honest, this was probably one of the hardest struggles I've ever had is watching my body gain weight until basically I had a menstrual cycle. And I had to gain 50 to 60 pounds in order to get my body back to moving. And, and I thought I was healed from this whole bloating issue. I thought I was healed from all that. Maybe I was like, you know, okay, it's all gone. You know, maybe, that's, maybe that was in the past and I messed up from, you know, not having a menstrual cycle and all that. So I had my kids. I built my business, started to lose the weight again. 
in this last year and a half, as I began to lose the weight again, and as I began to eat the vegetables and be more religious about, you know, getting the good vegetables in and being religious about, you know, making sure I was eating healthy and really watching the food that I was putting in my mouth. And, and I was on this whole health quest. As you all know, that's what made me create my program, Muscle and Mindset, was I love to be healthy and I'm all about it. But the bloating came back every time I would have vegetables. And what's so frustrating is when you're about ready to compete, (laughs) when you're doing a bikini competition and every single day you're checking in with your coach and sending her pictures and you're like, I just ate what you told me to eat, which was asparagus, sweet potatoes, and broiled chicken. And this is my stomach. And literally it it would look like I was six months pregnant. In fact, I'm going to post these pictures on social media so you can see it because some people just don't even believe me. And we were just like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's maybe it's the eggs when you eat eggs. Maybe you're allergic to eggs. Maybe you're allergic. Maybe you're allergic to asparagus. So we started to eliminate different foods. We started to eliminate, you know, eggs. We started to eliminate. Maybe it's the sweet potatoes. Maybe you're allergic to starches. And so we started to kind of like just guess, you know, maybe take this out, take this out. Nothing worked. <laughs> Nothing worked. But also what I began to experience, and this is the part that I get emotional about, is I started to get very depressed. And that was the part that was really strange is because I was always a very happy person and I'm I'm such a positive person, but it was like this thing was controlling my mind. And I'm going to come back to this a little bit of what I discovered about our gut and our mind and how it is connected. But I didn't understand at the time of why I would wake up in such a funk, you know, why I was having brain fog, why I was having depression, why I was fighting all these things going on in my head and trying to fight this big cloud that I was carrying. And I was, you know, struggling with, with having these gut issues. And then I was struggling with, you know, feeling like why I was having all of these, this brain fog going on. So the day of the show for my bikini competition, my coach was like, Natalie, just don't eat anything today. Like just drink water because I don't know what it is that makes your stomach stick out. So whenever you do your pictures, whenever you do your shows, just don't eat anything because that's the only thing that we know that's going to make you stay flat. And so that's what I did. So for the day of the show, I just sipped on some water and had some ice cubes. And that's what allowed my body to have a flat stomach. Other than that, if I would eat any other kind of vegetables, and I'm talking vegetables here, every single time I would have bloating issues and I would have severe gas. So after my show, I was like, I told my husband, I said, this is the year I'm going to figure this thing out. This is, this cannot continue. And so I reached out to a friend who was a naturopathic doctor and I said, I'm not going the doctor route. I'm figuring out, I'm not doing colonoscopies. I'm for me personally, I'm like, I want to figure out my body is trying to tell me something and I want to figure it out and I want to do it the natural way, the natural way. And so I reached out to a friend of mine, John Neustadt, and I said, listen, is there anybody in my area that's a naturopathic doctor that you can recommend? I'm having gut problems. I'm having, I'm having bloating issues. And so he recommended this gal and I, I went to see her and within minutes of me telling her about my symptoms and what I was going through in my 20s and basically the story I just shared with you. She looked at my stomach. She tapped on, in a few, tapped on my stomach a few times as I laid down and it was full of air. And she said, I know, I, I'm almost 90% positive what you have. And that's when she diagnosed me as I, I had SIBO. And I'm like, well, what the heck is that? And when she began to share with me what it is and 
why a lot of people that are super healthy actually have it. And she began to share with me how you can get it and how you can, how people, you know, end up getting SIBO. And it's, there's a various ways that you can actually get it. Um, you can get it from, and I'll just list a few, you know, if you're out there listening, going, I have bloating issues. I have gas issues. I have, you know, and maybe you've been slapped with IBS. I've been slapped with IBS. I cannot even tell you how many times. And I'm like, no, something is going on. In fact, I found out that over 75% of people that are diagnosed with IBS actually have SIBO, which is very interesting. So my doctor said, you know, you can get it from maybe you had, you know, as a child, maybe you um, had a food allergy or you had food poisoning and you took an antibiotic. The antibiotic can actually kill some of the good bacteria in your gut. And then what happens is with the bad, if the, if the good bacteria is gone to kill the bad bacteria, then the bad bacteria can start to fester. Maybe you, you know, spent years of, you know, you ate, a, you know, tons of vegetables that your body could not break down properly and it built up over time. And over time of building up those vegetables, you know, your body's like, it, it shuts down and the bacteria begins to grow. And I'm like, you know what? I bet you that's what it is. And so we began to kind of share with some of the things that, yep, this was maybe what it was from, but we didn't really quite know, but we knew for sure it was this. And so I took the breath test, ended up coming out positive that, yep, that's exactly what I had. So I want to share with you something that in this whole quest, and I'm going to go into part two in another podcast of my, my health journey as it continues with the treatment plan. But I want to share with you something that's really, you know, that was really hard emotionally for me. And going through this process of, you know, having health problems and then also coaching people to be healthy and eat vegetables, I was struggling with this, you know, back and forth, you know, mentally of, I'm here encouraging people on one side to eat healthy and to get more vegetables in their diet. And on the other hand, vegetables for me were actually the very culprit problem. And as I began to actually eliminate a lot of vegetables from my diet, um, the bloating completely, for the most part, went away. And my body was able to actually kind of, my body was able to kind of calm down. But as I was going through this experience and, you know, sharing with, you know, coaching people how to be healthy, I actually had a new, this new sense of like, I understand what it's like to struggle with something. I understand what it's like to have something that nobody knows at all that you're going through. Um, the, 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 the emotional inside agony that you're having, but you are trying to be positive. You're trying to be uplifting. You're trying to encourage other people, but in, in, inside you're going through your own storm. And in the process of this, I actually grew so much. Um, gosh, I grew so much in this past year of silently going through my own storm, but pushing the storm aside to encourage other people. And so as I began to share, you know, with a few people at the gym, you know, they were kind of asking me about what's going on and different things. And this one friend of mine who actually was the friend that I said earlier in one of my stories that she was the friend that was super fit and healthy and I wanted to look like her. Turns out she actually had the same thing I had. And I was able to encourage her to go to my naturopathic doctor and get the treatment plan that she needed to heal and restore her gut. So unbeknownst to me, someone that is super fit, 
someone that looks amazing was silently struggling just like me and going through the exact same thing that I was going through. And so I learned, you know, there are times that you're going to go through something and sometimes it has something to do with you, but a lot of times it has so that you can walk alongside other people that are going through similar storms and you can come alongside them and give them encouragement and say, you're not alone. And that's what this whole journey has been is, you know, just this big dose of, as I go through the storms and as I've gone through this quest of figuring out what was going on and then getting the diagnosis and then going through the treatment plan and going through all these struggles that I've gone through, I've been able to come alongside other people and have more of a compassion for people that are internally struggling with things, but are still trying to put their best foot forward because I know how that feels. But on the other side, there was a side of me that was like, I'm, I'm coaching and I'm teaching people how to be healthy, but yet I'm struggling with my own. But in turn, what ended up happening was that I was actually able to turn all the things I've learned from my experience in this past year and a half and pour it into the gals that are gone through our program. And there's been a few gals that I've learned that had gut problems or they were having IBS symptoms and they've been able to get on treatment plans. They've been able to figure out and diagnose the certain vegetables or different things that were causing their gut to be irritated as well. And they would have never been able to have learned that had I not learned what I learned. And so sometimes in our life, and I want to wrap it up with this, sometimes you go through the struggles in your life so that you can be a light and a blessing to other people around you. And that's exactly what this has been for me. And it continues. So I'll meet you on the other side of my journey in part two.